And I yeah. say that being aware that we've just talked about our relationships. So mm. in a way, we're opening our yeah. relationships open yeah. for criticism now. But yeah. I've not denigrated my relationship in any way. No. And I hope no. that I hope no. that I haven't. Um, Neither of I us have said anything to. like really. Uh, but yeah. the thing is, as well, like you haven't told me an incident that happened in between you two that you oh. fought over and like. Yeah, I would that, never. That is the problem. It's like, why would you? Because what you're doing is you're lowering the respect that other people have for your for partner. For your relationship. And they will, yeah. Like, it just poisons it. Yeah. Like, you don't, respect so. your, you don't respect your partner enough to have other people think of them that way. That's yes. weird. Yes. Because I want, I want people to think of him the best they possibly can because yeah. I see that in him. Yeah. So I wouldn't want him to. Th- I wouldn't want anybody to think anything bad about him. Ever. So what are the things that annoy you about Paul? Well, we're gonna go for we're gonna go for that first. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> his tidying up is not good. Like he was right. Okay. So he's very very thoughtful and very helpful, but I'd rather that he doesn't do any of the cleaning duties because he does things like. Before I even woke up, he went into the kitchen, he spilled a bottle of milk. This was this was a few days ago. Spilled a bottle of milk. He went got the mop and the bucket to clean it up. He mopped the entire floor and then he knocked the bucket over. And then he had to clean the floor. And then after he'd finished that, he got the compost, the food bin, and he was going to tie that up and take that out. And as he pulled it oh, out no. of the thing the compost went out onto the floor. So then he cleaned that up and then he got a mop and bucket again. And he, so he got the mop and bucket into the kitchen. He cleaned that up and then he knocked the mop over, the bucket over again. Oh my God. And then he had to, and this was all before I woke up. And It's like so a Tom I, and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. So I was like, please don't, please don't do any, if you, if, they, if there's anything please goes wrong, just, just tell me I'll clean it. But just, please don't, please don't clean anymore. So they, that's for number one. Clumsiness. <laughs> yeah, clumsiness. The the cleaning is not good at it. I, I'll do that. I like cleaning. It's fine. I'll say feminism lies to women. Yeah, yeah. Because it tells women when they're young, the whole idea of feminism is you don't need a man. You can do what you want. Yeah. You don't so, need a family. You can have a yeah. you can have a career and do what you want. But they don't tell these women that at some point you might have to choose between your family and career and you have biological to in women yeah but here's the thing they don't talk about the fact that you have to choose because they yeah. perceive that as being like the patriarchy and this is the thing mm. we're fighting we're fighting women having to choose between having a career and a family but it's not the patriarchy that's making you choose it's your biology yeah. that's yeah. making you choose and you know good for the women that can physically do both because there are women that will have children yeah pop them out and have a career yeah. um, but, even if you but ask those women them, are exceptional value their children more yeah and those women are exceptional I would Welcome to the World of Homos podcast and on this episode of Reflections and Reactions, we have a returning guest, Birdie Rose. 
Buddy Rose is an artist, someone who speaks truth to power and not shy of being controversial. You can connect with her on Twitter or X, as it's called now, uh, under the tag The Famous Artist Birdie Rose. And you can find all her artwork, prints, paintings, stickers, and her uniquely designed t shirts on her website, TheFamousBirdieRose.com. And you can find her podcast on YouTube under the same name, The Famous Artist Birdie Rose. So, and all the description I'll put in, in oh, sorry, all the links I'll put in the description below forgot how to talk <laughs> so today we are going to talk about love and relationships uh, what makes people get together uh, what makes them stay together why do we create such strong bonds with each other and we will aim to explore this by sharing things from our own relationships uh, past and current so hi there birdie how oh, are I, you you said that as if we've got some sort of expertise yeah, I know. Yeah, I shouldn't but have done I suppose because we have no expertise. Well, we're both old people now, so we should have some sort of wisdom to mm. give to the youth. Yes, that that's important for people to know. Yeah, we we are constantly fucking up, but we still have some experience. Speak for yourself. I've never <laughs> fucked up anything yeah, ever. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that the best thing, the best place to start is. Uh, a relevance to the current world uh, or or to the, uh, the the young people who who might not meet in the same ways right is how did you meet paul oh okay this is a good story so he met me at strawberry fair festival and i met him where was that in cambridge mm. and i met him 2 weeks later at lee folk festival Wait, what do you mean he met you and then you met him well, later? Cause like I he saw a, you. Yeah, I had a lot of rum at Strawberry Fair Festival. And so <laughs> when I saw his band, I didn't. Rem- I just remember, because I met him and his band all at once, hmm. I didn't, I just. I was just like, hi guys, and then I was off. Yeah. But then when I saw him again at Lee Folk Festival, I didn't have any rum and I noticed him. <laughs> and I said, all right, how are you doing? I liked your music. That was all right. Yeah. And then we were friends after that. We were friends for about a year before we got together as well. Oh, right. So like, right. we didn't actually, it wasn't like um, an instant sort of mm. we were attracted to each other and this is what's going to happen. It was like, um, well, um, I can speak for myself. It was a friendship that grew and then yeah. feelings developed from that. Yeah. So it was yeah, kind of like that, really. Yeah, that's very interesting. So if I, if I remember um, how I met my wife... Uh, what third almost 13 years ago now about the same for me and paul yeah it's about the same amount of time oh right yeah and it's a it's a it's a long time but it still doesn't feel like um you know uh especially like uh uh, just yesterday was my my parents uh anniversary wedding anniversary and it's their 42nd wedding anniversary and i was like okay yeah amazing (laughs) that is a long time (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, like how I, I, we met in, um, I was working in Pizza Hut, you know, like part time or a long time ago, uh, while I was student as well. And she came over, uh, from Poland cause she's Polish. Uh, I think so just like to work temporarily. Um, yeah. and then go back like on her uni break, she came over on, on uni break and, um, she didn't speak 
that much English. Like she spoke, but she wasn't confident to speak with everyone about like, you know, in the same way. And my manager said, like, because I was working in, in, the, in the kitchen and he said, like, oh, she's going to be working in the kitchen. So train her <laughs> sort of a thing. So that's how we started to get to know each other. But I would say, like, from my side, I can definitely say, like, the, the moment that I met her, saw her, I was like, oh, shit, this is it. <laughs> That's really sweet. I, I like that. <laughs> I, I just knew it. I knew it, like, because I was actually, it was, it had been like a year in Britain and I wasn't too sure if I wanted to stay or not, even though I, like, really loved England. But it. You know, England wasn't the England of my mind when I came here, right? Because well, what I saw was like, you know, what I saw was like, oh, there's hardly any English here. <laughs> People <are in. laughs> that, like, that's <laughs> a topic for another episode, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but so the the thing was that I was about, I was thinking of leaving or going to America or stuff like that, or anywhere, you know. Uh, but yeah, when I met her, I was like, I'm not going anywhere, you know, sort of a thing. So I yeah. just knew it. I just knew it from that moment. Like this is gonna be it, and um, yeah, just asked did, her. Did you have that like knot in your stomach? Yeah, I did Definitely. too. When when I started to have feelings for Paul, I'll call him Paul for now, but I usually call yeah. him Dooza. So if I call yeah. him Dooza, that's yeah. why. But when I started to have feelings for him, I did have knot in my stomach. Like every time he'd send me a message to talk about something, I'd yeah. knot in my stomach. Every time he'd playing a gig and I was going to watch it not in my stomach every time yeah yeah i mean it's it's sort of like i think so there's an instinct that at least from my experiences like you just know that this is going to be that person yeah you get a feeling and there's um i felt compelled to be around him yeah and it it was like it was like magnetic i know that sounds really cheesy but i felt compelled and there was a lot of things that we were talking about that just aligned in terms of where we wanted to go in our lives next yeah and um yeah, we just seemed to agree on a lot of that stuff. Like we didn't, um, we didn't necessarily talk about politics or anything like that because I wasn't a no. political person, and neither was he. No. Um, he was a musician, I was an artist, and I was like really, yeah. really pulled towards that. Yeah, definitely compelled. Yeah, I think. I mean, um, it, it would be the same. I think so. Like even for us, like we didn't uh, talk about like politics and stuff like that. I just wanted to know her, right? Yeah, so yeah. Same. I didn't care, and even now, like we don't between us we don't talk about politics that much because she's not into those things she's not even on social media as like you know or x or twitter she's not there and you know she she just like want to be normal sort of a thing which makes me want to be normal when i'm with her but it's like sometimes like you just know i think so i don't know if it's sometimes but it's only happened to me once ever so you know know it's only happened to me once as well yeah and I was like, uh, it just, nothing else mattered. I was like, I was obsessed. I was like, how should I ask her? I took my time. But like, eventually we got together. And I think so I told her on our second date that I loved her as well. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's why I think so. It's just, we've been together. So Very, did, you, did you set up a date? Did you go like, I want to take you out on a date? Yeah. yeah. Did you? That's old yeah. school. I like that. Yeah. I said to I said to Deuce, we've been hanging out a little bit and eventually I said to him, You've got to take me out on a date, otherwise this whatever this is yeah. we're doing, it's not cool. And yeah. then he took me out on a yeah. date. Yeah. And I was like, Yes. Yeah. No, I, I was like 
pretty determined. I was like, no, this is the because I didn't think like this is the person I want to be with. I thought this is the person she's going to be my wife. Like wow, I want to marry so her. That's so good. And like See, I knew it from the first instance. I was fucked. I was like, <laughs> I knew it. Like, yeah. And you know, among my friend group, like even when I was in Pakistan and stuff like that, I I would be the person least voted to ever get married. Yeah, Le- I've, like I've never least. wanted to get married, and I, I'm the first in my friend group to get married. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's brilliant. See, I think I had a different mindset because um, I didn't want to get married, and I never really saw myself in a long-term relationship either and it's not Mm. that I had short-term relationships because I didn't I've only had a few relationships I don't even know if if you can class it as a relationship Mm. but even then you know what young people call it nowadays body count mine is yeah yeah disgusting mine is very low yeah so like before I met dudes literally two people Mm. and that's you know so I didn't really have experience of relationships so I didn't know how to do a relationship and somehow we've been together 12 years. I, I thought it was 11. He says it's 12. I'm not good at maths. So I'll go I'll go to save the argument later. I'll go yeah. with what he says. He says it's 12, then it's 12. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's... I think so. it's a, a lot to do with mentality as well Definitely. as the age as well. Like the age that we are living in. Because I, I didn't have that much of a body count myself. Like, right, so barely any because yeah, I, I can't I believe just I just disclosed a body count on the internet yeah this is like, so tacky <laughs> no because the thing is like when i was when since i was young like 16 or something like that i just i didn't believe in that like i disconnected from that part of like the liberal mind very early on even though i was very classically liberal and sort of stuff like that you know everyone should be able to love whoever how many times I don't care about that. But like personally yeah. for me, I found very early on that this is not something that this is my hormone stalking. It's not something that I actually want. I want a connection. So I That's was always looking for a connection. So I, I went through a period where I had multiple girlfriends, but I didn't take it any further. That's and it. I was yeah. A, it's still not taking it further. I was a dick as well. Right. So I was here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a, like I, I, if I look at back at myself, I was something unresolved that I just didn't know what I wanted. Were well, you young as well, though? Because when you're young, yeah, everybody's a bit. I was eighteen, and I was dating three girls at the same time, and it was just like, oh my god, stupid. yeah, yeah, and two of them knew each other as well. So, but like, this the... is got a bit Jeremy Kyle all of a sudden. And I don't know. No, it's like, it, it was stupid, but I, I didn't want to take it any further anyways. And it was especially in Pakistan anyways, where the culture doesn't allow for it to take further. And if you do, then you're locked in sort of a thing. Like, you know. Right, okay. So that's but a at the same time, like, yeah, well. yeah. I mean, you know, you you can fool around and stuff like that, but you can't take it further. But that's that's immaterial. Like there were other options in every country. There are options in every culture. There are options if you're determined to do so, right? But it just, it, it didn't, you know, the, the sex part now is more important to people than the connection and the relationship part. Yeah, I don't understand it. 
Because I think with this, you know, the hookup culture everybody talks about. I don't know Mm. if you're, I say everybody talks about this as if I know. I'm not a teenager. I'm not in my early 20s. I'm not in that world. And thank (laughs) goodness I'm not because I'll rubbish at it. Because I wasn't (laughs) hooking up with anybody. I wasn't doing all that stuff. But then I've always been a little bit of a weirdo. So I wasn't necessarily as interested in getting a boyfriend because all my friends were. I wasn't interested in sleeping around. I was interested in getting drunk, but not yeah. in doing all the other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of, like, skipped that little, skipped that bit a bit. Mm. But what people are going through nowadays, young people, they're in the hookup culture, it seems mm. very shallow. And they talk a lot about their body count and how much sex they're having. Yeah. But is it good? I don't think so. I don't think it's yeah. going to be a good experience. If but you're with you a different that... person every night. How is anyone going to get to know what you like? The thing is, like, boys have always, guys have always talked about this, right? So even at my time, like, people were talking about it. But so it's is this sort of boy, like is this guy talk, it. Is this guy talk getting pushed out into the public and now the girls are joining in? It's, I think so. it's a bit of that. But it's also a bit of detachment from the base culture and traditions, I think. And also loss of religion. I bring that up in every single... Um, conversation now which is stupid <laughs> but it is sort of like that as an as a sort of like agnostic atheist it's a bit weird as well that i bring that up all the time but the thing but is that's because there's guidelines it. to it there's yeah. like, so, like a moral yeah. sort of compass to mm-hmm. guide you and there's like uh, structures there's structures and their boundaries and when you break those structures and boundaries without knowing what you're breaking as well then you create chaos. And I think so the world has moved more and more towards materialism. And when you move towards materialism, then any only material things matter to you. So within a relationship, the material part is sex, right? Like it's, it's, it's a thing that you enjoy. It gives you the most dopamine hit and stuff like that. But the emotional aspect of it, the spiritual as- aspect of a relationship is just lost. And yes. people are only only are together with each other as a as a commodity matrix or something. Oh, I'm doing something for you. What are you doing for me? What, if the relationship is working equally beneficial for us or not, it's sort of like how much money is he making? How much money is she bringing? And like all those sort of things. It's like, no, these things don't matter in a relationship. Yeah, I've seen those videos of those girls in, I think they're in America, saying yeah. that um, they want a boyfriend, but they wouldn't date anybody who doesn't earn more than yeah. like four $500,000 a year. And I'm like, yeah. you're not going to find anyone your age at 20 who does that unless they're yeah. extraordinary. And then the other thing that I've heard a lot of people are doing, a lot of people, a lot of women, are that they say, and I don't believe they believe this, but they say they don't want a man that's shorter than six foot or six foot two, two or something. Mm. So you're yeah. cutting out your dating possibilities so much. It's unbelievable. And then I've heard as well, I'm throwing a few topics here, mm, that yeah. um, there's a sort of, some sort of political disparity between young women and young men now. So the mm. young women are more likely to be liberal and the young men are more likely to be conservative. And mm. I said to Paul the other day, we were just walking down the beach and I, we were talking about this. And I said, well, you know, God, if we had been assessing whether we could date each other 
on what our political values were back then, maybe we wouldn't have dated. Mm. Because I've got some yeah. wacky views sometimes. Well, not wacky, but I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily align to one yeah. of these things. And if he had aligned one way or the other, yeah. that might have put me off. Yeah. Or it might have put and him off. If you, and that, if that you remember, because politi- yeah. pol- political views is something that changes throughout your life anyway. Yeah, and if you remember when you were growing up, a lot of people in your like. um the the older uncle aunties or whatever the people that you might have seen their relationships were not dependent on political views especially no, like music something, something yeah. a little bit more universal you know something more human right something mm-hmm. more about life uh, and stuff like that there were people i knew there were people who wife is more liberal and guy is more conservative and they're more strongly That's that us. But 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 they keep it behind like they keep it in their personal sort of space it doesn't affect their relationships in that way because we weren't i think so because everyone agreed on reality back then so a little bit of political differences of how to organize that reality that that didn't matter as much yeah. right but now we're not even believing in reality that's why these two groups are unable to coexist yeah and also like with me and paul um he he's voting left i don't vote left anymore yeah. let me put it that way yeah. but even though we have different political views we still want the same things we just have different yeah. ideas of how it should be achieved yeah that's the thing you believe in and reality so we, both of you yeah so we know we want the same things and what i'm trying to get at is we kind of have like a good faith perception of each other like mm. i'm not going to think if he yeah. votes labor i'm not going to think he's voting labor because he hates women If that's if that's not where my mind goes I'm does that make sense that, <laughs> but what i mean is like people don't give each other that little bit cancel of grace cancel paul cancel paul <laughs> it's already been cancelled just me apparently double cancel paul <laughs> double cancel number 2 cancel yeah. number 2 but no, no i i know what you mean is sort of um but that's they're not giving saying, people, like, they're not oh, giving each other the benefit of a doubt but they're also not letting each other explore life like mm-hmm. um what i was 13 years ago when i met her is different to what i am now and so is oh, she yeah. we are both grown together through our discussions through our um exposure to life through our experiences and what i was then when i met her is very different to what i was when i was 16 and so was 12 yeah, and so like that's how you grow right So if you're going to predetermine the conclusions of the conversations that you've never had with a person then you're never going to have the chance of discovering new things together and discovering life and how you interact with life together and if we are going to be just concerned about oh how tall is a person how are that is a person then it's looking at just the material aspects and how other people perceive your relationship so how much um attention you can get as a proxy right now i can understand some aspects of men being taller and more strong and women wanting that 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 could be an evolutionary thing because you want your men to be stronger right and okay yeah but despite that like me being short my my same sort of same height as my wife like she still went for it because there are other aspects where she knows that i can be a provider where i can be you know provide her safety and provide her you know sort of relationship and uh, good relationship and stuff 
but if she was just looking at if she was materialistic and she wasn't similar in this aspect to me then she might she might not have gone for me because i was poor i was poor as shit yeah. like and so so was yeah, she we both were too yeah and, and also paul's shorter than me and i still yeah. went for him and it's funny because i'm i'm quite tall as well hmm. so i did have one friend once early days when i introduced him to my friend group one friend took me to the side and she said you can't go out with him he's well, shorter than you shot. you can't do that and it really really annoyed me because yeah. i was like no 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 this guy i've got knots in my stomach yeah i do like yeah. i was so upset by yeah. that comment because then it mm. put that in my head because i never yeah. had that in my head before i didn't yeah. think oh he's shorter than me i can't go out of yeah. him i just thought i like this guy there's something about mm. him and um i felt compelled so when yeah. she said that i was very upset and i didn't um let her do that does that make sense yeah. i did say to her no that ain't gonna you happen let her, her... like you yeah. you're worried about how this looks i'm mm. not yeah that's the thing people care more about what other people think of them than how they think of themselves or how they f- the people are not letting themselves feel as well isn't it because they're more concerned it's like oh if i put a picture on instagram how is going to look rather than how he's going to make me feel when yeah. I'm like yeah it's strange it, it's very strange and people have more options as well now although i do see um people I don't know, I don't know if they have more options people always had options but i think so it's sort of like it's a perception of options more because it's more yep. like it, people are more out there right and it's 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 weird it's the the situation seems weird i've seen so many men is affecting men a lot I think so young men a lot because they're like you know coming out with they can't find partners and stuff like that they've been miserable in life and you know them having to change because men usually change the women usually change the culture for men because it's it's what women actually are looking for how that's the metric how men will change themselves and that's why you see men more in the space of going in the space of leftism and stuff like that because they were trying to please yeah. the liberal woman that they wanted but now they've gone too far for them to say okay now you just hate me so there's no point so i'm going to retreat to my original de- default setting which is of being a bit cautious sort of conservative and like looking for things before breaking the boundaries sort of a thing i think yeah, that that's playing out as well i think there's two things going on i think there's the young men are um feeling sort of like disparaged from the dating world because there's a lot of things that are against them Yeah. and women are much more in control of that than they think they are because mm. feminism tells them that they're not in control of any of it yeah. but that's not true that's yeah. a lie and yeah. i think the problem for women is it, it hits them later in life so there's women mm. my age on twitter crying because they've had a successful career <laughs> and they've got everything they want but they don't have children Mm. and they're like right i need to find a man and marry him within the next five years and have children and it's like no 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 you chose to i'm not going to make a judgment i'm not going to say you chose to hate Mm. men because that's not true but you chose to prioritize something other than a relationship 
Yes. Because having a relationship is not cool. It's so last yeah. year. It's so Victorian. Yeah. It's like all patriarchy. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do what the patriarchy tells me to do. Yeah. And you chose that because you thought there was something more valuable than a relationship. And yeah. unfortunately, you've been led astray. Mm. And even I, I could have been easily that person because I, if yeah. I hadn't met Paul, I don't think I would have valued a relationship the way that mm. I do now. I think I would have thought, right, I need to make a career for myself. I need to be an independent woman. I need to mm. do all these things for myself. I don't need to rely on anybody. But mm. actually, there's a lot of things that being in a relationship has given me in my life that I wouldn't have got any other way. Mm. And th that's the thing as well. Women at that age, um, like late 30s and stuff. Yeah, you're pushing time, your luck, mate. You can't get yeah, to 37 time, and gone. then decide you need a baby. Yeah. Yeah. All you, all, most, the majority of men that you're going to find are either going to be divorced men, or men who have absolutely no ambition by that time. And right? and you and you as a woman are going to judge them for that. Yeah, exactly. So you're not going to want that man. Yeah. All the good men have already gone and locked up, and all the rich men of that age do not want you. They want, they a, date want a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, like Leonardo DiCaprio, he goes exactly. out with when right? they turn twenty-five, he dumps them. Yeah. People say. But people say he's a creep, right? So he's a creep because he's going out with the, these 25-year-olds. And I'm not going to say that's not a bit icky. It is. Yeah. But what does that say about the 25-year-olds that are going out with him? Yeah. Or 24-year-olds? The thing is that the, there's a cultural market that has been created on the basis of materialism that is pushing those girls to prioritize fame. Well, they're looking uh, for over. what they can get out of that relationship. So if they go exactly. out with Leo yeah. DiCaprio, but because on, let's be on honest. His end, though, on his end, I would say he's exploiting that market. That's why I oh, dislike him. Is. Of you course know. he is. But so. let's be honest. He, he is an older man yeah. and he's not he's not like the harshest on the eyes. But he's not what he used to be. Yeah. He ain't as good looking as he used to be. And he ain't as good looking as some yeah. of the young men out there today. And he's going to fall on this like because he doesn't have a proper relationship. And, and it's this not is good really, for him. This is really shallow of me to say. He's not exactly rocking a good body either. He's pretty no. unhealthy. No. Like, like I wouldn't. That's yeah. really shallow. But I but agree he, with what you're saying. Say, what does that even say if about he was, his personality? Yeah, even if he was, it's sort of like he's not committing. I have an issue with men who are afraid or unable to commit on long term in relationships, right? Because if I was, let's say, um, if I was a businessman or something and I was dealing with a person like that, I would not do business with that person because I know this person is unable to commit to a relationship that might not be completely in favor of him. That That's he, really he's good unable point. to trade off. He's unable to deal in trade offs because a relationship is not something that always goes your ways. It shows me as a man to another man that this person has committed to a woman has kids or whatever, has a family, so he knows how to sacrifice. He knows how to put others before him. He has something to lose. So he's like, there's so many things attached to it. So I can trust this person of how he's going to be, right? So it doesn't always happen in that case because it could be a really shit husband and a shit father. Could be, but, but it's not an always. Indicator. It's at least an indicator of his intentions to commit, right? If someone is sort of like they don't, he, they're in their 60s and something like Bill Maher is like that as well. And they just have never had a long term relationship, even not even a marriage. Like, I was like, 
dude, there's something wrong. I don't trust you. Like, you know, it's sort of like you're not, you're not committed to the, the prolongation of our species. You're not committed in this project that we should keep on having humans or keep on surviving, sustaining the human species together. We're going in a way that we are all in, individualistic too much. <laughs> and then we're just becoming avatars of ourselves. And it's, it starts, the relationship part is very important. Like, you oh, know, I, having I, that. Get, look, I get what you mean, but can I pull yeah. you up on a bit about the prolongation of you, the human species? Yeah. Because, and this is me going to get all a bit like, what about me? But there hmm. are people that can't do that. So oh, yeah, they might yeah. be committed in a relationship, but they can't commit to the prolongation. But uh, that's an aside point. Yeah. But one thing I will say you pulled up a good point on is people do throw the towel in too easily. They mm. have a, like, yeah. A, yeah. a relationship problem and that's it, they're done. And mm. I see a lot of this attitude in general. There's this, like, this entitled attitude of, like, if nobody can talk to me, nobody should talk to you like shit let's just get that mm. out of the way but nobody can cross me nobody can um, make me angry and still be in my life mm. does that make yeah. sense i carry that attitude yeah. around with me as well though and mm. i called it entitled but in a way there's self-preservation in there mm. and so i'm very good at cutting people out of my life mm. if they cross me but i haven't done that with my partner and i feel yeah. like that's there's a different relationship here with him like i value the relationship it's not that i value I, it's not that i don't value friendship but i do cut people off a lot easy a lot easier than i would mm. him that's yeah. weird isn't it i just i just um contradicted myself about a hundred times while i said that <laughs> no i think so it's it, it sort of makes sense in a way as well because um Pe people don't want to more here's to the thing, they more think... to gain and stuff like that the, here's what it is. I'm sorry for interrupting. Mm, um, no, go on. Oh, I, hang on a minute. I don't need to apologise because I'm a woman. Women don't <laughs> do anything wrong. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, people... Go back to the <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Paul is hungry. Go back to the fucking kitchen. <laughs> He's cooking. He's cooking while I do my YouTube. Jesus. Just because yeah, I know. Just because I he's shot. You treat I've him like that. I've him. <laughs> Emasculated him. No, yeah. I was going to say people try to towel in too easily, and it's because they mm. think there's something out there better for them that they that, that they deserve more. They, they've got yeah. the grass is greener all the time. So yeah. as soon as they have an argument with their girlfriend or boyfriend, mm. they're thinking, "I don't deserve this. This yeah. isn't going to work. Um, we've disagreed on this thing. Well, this isn't going to work mm. out for us." Do you know what I mean? Like. I don't I don't know how much how often that happens because all of my friends are in long term relationships as well. So I seem mm. to have slotted no, into think, that with my friendship groups as well. I think so it happens like there I think so there's two things, right? Like people do throw in the towel too early now mm -hmm. because there's they seem like there's more more options for them out there and they have also have a negative friend group sometimes yes. but at the same time there's also a dynamic of people not throwing in the towel when the relationship is extremely destructive right so it's yes it's well, that, it seems, that... there seems to be like a cultural thing where it's cool to go out with this bad guy that's all yeah. you all the time yeah and it's, it's also people not understanding like maybe people don't understand how 
relationships work, how you're supposed to get into relationships or what is the purpose of relationships and stuff because they just think, oh, they just want to be with someone and they just got together with someone, whether it's harmful for them or not. Most of the time, women always wrongly assume that they can change a person. You cannot change a man. Like the core of the man doesn't change, right? The the extra shelling around it, that changes and it molds the man as well because the man needs that softer touch of a woman to make him understand things from that point of view, you know, and the man has to work a lot for that as well. So it makes him patient anyways. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but apart from that like you know it, it's sort of like there's a limit to what you can change if you're yeah, expecting well, you can change, change a full criminal but you can if you're thinking you can change a full criminal to be a priest that is an extraordinary circumstance like that is a miracle that would happen once in a million right yeah but every woman just think that they have some sort of magic pussy or something and they're going to change <laughs> <laughs> did you just say magic pussy yeah oh my god they can, they can change a man completely like it it doesn't work like that is that the, is that the nurturing hormones going on overdrive for yeah. a woman though? and then they have, because, they have kids with this man maybe, then you know yeah. and they ruin their life yeah I, i'm not gonna I'm going to try and refrain from judging women that have kids with the wrong man because I think mm. what happens is a lot of people don't really know the person before they have children with them. That's um, wrong. Though, but yeah. also we're in a culture that doesn't necessarily encourage getting to know someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like but every everything how, is a how much and, I... and it like if you go on a Tinder app or something or someone like I have never used it so I don't know but they, <laughs> yeah, it's me like too. a it's it's a profile like an uh, uh, like um stats like this person is this tall and he he likes this and he like them like but what is he or her like a person like you know if, yeah but here's the stats. thing if me and dudes were swiping on tinder before we met each other mm. i wouldn't i don't think i would have swiped on him because yeah. first of all i've never been out with a man with a beard before i don't know actually that's mm. not true i did once but that was like one date mm. um but also it was like on paper, what he would have written about himself wouldn't have appealed to me either because he's oh. not great at bigging himself up. Yeah. So he wouldn't have said, like, I'm this fantastic musician and mm. I have a brilliant mind and all of this. He would have just gone, he would have just written, he, he's brutally honest as well. He would have just gone, I'm short and I have no money. And mm. I would have just gone, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because we have become stats to each other. Like, you know, it's just, uh, it's, I know, but at the same time, I know like women would want security, right? And it's right for them to seek security. But it's also the potential that they should look at if that person has potential to give them security and how much security. Don't think like, the because it's it's not the world of our parents right like where only one person could work and provide for the whole family right so there there's those metrics to go on by as well right yeah so you have to have someone who at least can contribute both of them can contribute towards a life that you want but at the same time how much are you focused on what sort of things like do your personal relationship matter more than money and like what you can have and like you know the kids that you say like like i was talking before like having uh, not having kids and you know prolongation of our uh, 
human race and stuff i don't have we don't have kids yeah right yeah but so we can't judge yeah but at the <laughs> same time it's sort of like if i am overweight doesn't mean i should advocate for everyone to be overweight to right. feel good right so that's that's the other side point to it but yeah the thing is i don't think so people are realizing the core of like being with someone it's not the marriage certificate it's not the relationship status it's not that other people know it's not the holidays it's not the houses it's not the cars that you can have it's not the sex even like it's a, it is a sort of like a it's a very hippy thing to say probably but it's it's a i feel it's a spiritual connection <laughs> i i feel like it's a it's sort of like a visceral connection that you have with a person that you are Actually, unable to tether yourself from i know and this sounds hippie but it's like it's completely. like soulmate stuff yeah it's soulmate stuff it yeah. really is yeah and 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 you feel that like you feel that person right you feel mm-hmm. their pain you feel their happiness like extremely intensely and doesn't mean like your relationship is always like the like some sort of a disney like not these days disney movie because it will be a very trans <laughs> relationship but like no like you know what i mean like a happy sort of uh, hallmark sort of a, oh, no you get like, tested you know? You get tested yeah, by the the yeah. world tests you a lot. Mm-hmm. The world really tests yeah. you, but, but you, you get you, tested you by each other because of that connection. Mm. You know, and you focus on that as your point. No matter what mistakes that you make along the way, you you keep connected. Like, you know, I'm 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 pretty sure I've never I've not always been a perfect husband to my wife. You know, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've given her many reasons uh, to be annoyed at me, and I find new reasons as well to annoy her. but at the heart of it she knows how much i love her and i know how much she loves me so you know we can communicate on that point even if we have arguments or fights or something we just don't want to see each other hurt yeah. right so that is more of a priority but both people have to work yeah yeah no right? like when we don't really have arguments anymore we used to back in the day um when we were younger and when we were touring a lot so i mm. feel like there was a lot of um pressure on right, both of us because yeah. we were living in a van as well we lived in a van for seven years but mm. we didn't over the years as the years went on that got less and less and i think it's because every argument we had was sort of like figuring out where each other stands on something or what mm. our what our boundaries are going to be about this new yeah. problem that's come up that we've never dealt yeah. with before and then as yeah. the years go on you kind of know that and you don't need to argue mm. you know so i think a lot of that was yeah um, growing up together sort of a thing yeah a lot it? of growing up together but yeah. now when when some if anything i can't remember last time we had any sort of dispute but if we have a disagreement it's not we we're a lot more sort of giving each other the benefit of the doubt a lot more mm. willing to hear each other out than we were 10 years ago and mm. we're a lot more giving each other grace we're sort of um understanding with each other and sometimes mm. like dudes will say something to me and I'm like you're not listening you're not you're not hearing my word mm. and then he'll rephrase what he's saying and then mm. I go oh I'm the one that wasn't hearing it 
Yeah. He's just said it differently. Now it's suddenly sunk in what he's yeah. trying to tell me. So it's like that yeah. that communication, sometimes that's a yeah. little bit off as well because your styles might be different. Like I'm mm. very mouthy. So everything mm. I think and everything I feel, Just he knows up. about it straight yeah. away. There's <laughs> no hidden feelings. There's yeah. no hidden thoughts. It's he gets everything. Mm. But it's not that he's hiding his feelings or thoughts, but he's more reserved in the way he communicates. Yeah. So mm. he has to think and really process what he's going to say and mm. then come to me and say it. Whereas I just say exactly what I think on the spot, whether mm. it's whether it's ugly or not. You know, mm. and then I have to think yeah. about what I've just said and go, do mm. you know what? I could have said that a lot nicer. Yeah. So the yeah. communication style, I think, got in our way yeah. a lot when we were younger. And I'm so glad we never threw in the towel over it because what yeah, we've done but... is negotiated as we grow up. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Negotiation, right? And and communication. I think the communication is obviously the key, right? So it, it would seem like as well, like in relationships, especially like if a man would seem like he's being selfish right because yeah. he's focusing too much on himself and stuff like that and a woman would start being more and more distant with that man and that's what leads to broken that's not relationships. Me. I just go, you're being selfish mate yeah but the <laughs> thing is like sometimes people don't like women might not understand that he's not being selfish he's being focused because there's something yes. he wants to achieve for the both yes. of you right and that sometimes doesn't get communicated enough. So that's the fault of men as well, because we don't see, we don't have enough emotional intelligence, you know. And and the point is, like, we have to have detachment from emotional intelligence as well, because we have to do the hard work sometimes, right? And yeah. we have to detach ourselves from the consequences of certain, like, actions and stuff. We can't linger on those thoughts too much. Like, you know, we can't just sit and talk about it. And also, women don't like it. You have to talk it. about it to your wife, like, to but your women partner. women don't like it, to. though. Women, yeah. women say, oh, men should cry, men should cry. But actually, if you had a boyfriend that was crying every day about his feelings, you would be very turned off. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh my God, as a woman, I'd just be like, oh my God, I cannot handle the emotional labor of you, to use a woke word there, a, yeah. a woke phrase. The emotional yeah. labor of you is too much. I'm supposed to be the emotional one. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the emotional burden, and you're meant yeah, to but shrug, that's controversial. shrug it off. That's controversial to say, like, that men yeah, and know, women have but... certain roles, not just in societies, but like in within relationships. No matter how, like, my wife is not dependent on me to provide for her. She's a strong, independent woman, right? I believe that. But at the same time, she wants me to provide and provide her safety and stuff at the same time. And I want to do it because yeah. I think so. she comes from a, a from a balanced cultural point of view, from, from a Polish culture, which hasn't been corrupted. Oh, brilliant. Yet. That's good. Um, you know, like in majority, it hasn't been uh, corrupted they understand the the roles of men and women they understand their roles and it's not as if like oh women can't do anything M both my like my brother-in-law and his wife's uh, my sister-in-law they're both in polish army right so it's not as if like and they both are like similar like soldiering roles so it's not as if like a, what a woman can do and can't do and blah blah, blah all, all of that it's just that it's a negotiation it this this is a compromise to each other this is a nod to each other this is a knowing that okay you 
because of your uh, because of your sex you are able to do certain things better you are able to understand certain things better and stuff you know what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses so it's sort of like letting each other sort of like you know uh, be in line with each other rather than competing because that's what i see people are like even within relationships men and women are competing against each other and that's oh, that's, all, that's been a thing before i mean um i was on another podcast recently and i mentioned sylvia plath and her husband they were both writers so they mm. competed with each other mm. she ended up sticking her head in an oven and killing herself but well. you know there was a um, that tension between them and i don't like the idea of being in a relationship where i'm competing no. for some sort of status or no. whatever it is with the person i'm with i'm the, i want this and this what i've for the got and I'm, I'm lucky yeah. i've got a teammate who's yeah. on my side i'm on his side he's on my side and we're yeah. a team and we make cool stuff happen yeah for each other but that's the thing like are you selfish enough to say like i'm achieving this because i want to be famous or i'm achieving this so that we can have more and i it's because we because i want us to have a better life and an easier life and an easier exactly. time because if things are easier for us then we get to enjoy our time with each other more hmm exactly that's, like, that's it like I should... so okay let's talk about this one thing that i've been thinking about like from before as well oh. um uh, and that's like looking at myself right um because my wife is like to me at least like she's pretty hot right so i never understand why she's with me um <laughs> but women women are different about looks though yeah i know but men are different about looks as well so yeah i know <laughs> i keep thinking like why but it is my also cuz it's also my responsibility to maintain myself of right? course and and in a relationship i usually see like i don't usually see it's not like i'm watching people all the time <laughs> and sticking my nose Sit in out, the out in the street with your binoculars <laughs> like, at, at someone's window like this yeah. <laughs> putting secret cameras in the bedrooms no but um is a lot of times like a woman or men they don't take care of themselves enough so yeah. they lose uh, attraction to each other and now yeah, i you get I, age and you sort of like yeah get baggy in some sort of areas and exactly or like <laughs> overweight and stuff like like the thing is like i'm contrad- i'm contradicting myself because i said before the relationship is not about sex but it's not without sex as well sex is a very important part of the relationship so you need to have that connection yeah. uh, right I, you, so that your partner is not dreaming about having sex with someone else because you're so True. bad at it as well <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i think so is it and i see that as a point that where men cheat then afterwards as well it's it's not an excuse for men right when women let themselves go a bit too much right and yeah, yes, I, was, i was thinking say, the other way i was like men let themselves go as well no, like, like both, both things yeah yeah both things right so both things but more times is the, the men who cheat than the yeah. women right so cuz women are better in that regards because they're not thinking about the physical thing all the time so they probably don't realize how much physically man look that's why this like love at first sight doesn't like you know you don't look at someone and see their personality like you look at someone you look at their looks if they attract you or not right so that's why there's love at first sight but 
women let themselves go and i'm not saying that it's a woman's completely woman's fault and stuff that again i think so it's a fault of communication when men hasn't hasn't communicated to her as well not being honest to her and maybe she's not given enough space for the man to it, be honest in that way as well delicate subject way, it's a very delicate subject but it's something that people i think so people should know internally I've, like i've had the conversation hmm i this how i word it because i and i genuinely mean it this is the, yeah. when i say it like this i'm not wording it this way to yeah. to sugarcoat it so hmm. i joined the gym and i was getting in shape and everything mainly for my health hmm. and um i sort of thought right I, if i get like really buff then we're going to be unequal in a relationship now mm. because he's still a little bit unweight, uh, uh, overweight mm. and a little bit mm. unhealthy. And I'm focused on getting buff and I'm seeing all mm. these buff people around me. And yeah. now I'm in a, I'm psychologically in a different world because I'm mm. going to the gym every day. Yeah. So I said to him, I think you should join the gym or go get back on your running because he loves running. Mm. Um, mm. And we should focus on our diet together. Yeah. So yeah. do this is part of our relationship instead of this is yeah. a different world I'm in now. And what if I get it sucked into this different world later down the line? Yeah. yeah. So I can see that's how it happens for people. Cause yeah. suddenly yeah. they're around buff people all the time and then they're coming home and their yeah. girlfriend or boyfriend isn't matching up. Yeah. So I said to him, like, I think you should join the team or go running so that we're both, like doing our separate things with it we don't have to do mm. everything together but we're both sort of getting healthier we're both feeling good because if I'm starting to get better and I'm feeling good about myself and I'm feeling good about my body and I'm getting strong yeah. and I'm getting fit and I I feel great about myself and he doesn't that's mm. going to affect the dynamic as well yeah like he doesn't feel good enough anymore all of a sudden yeah. or that potentially that's not what he said but, yeah you know that could happen so maybe I'm an overthinker but I started to worry about that so I said to him you know about the dynamic we could un- end up having an unbalanced dynamic because yeah. I'm on this journey and yeah. also I don't want him to be unhealthy because I want as much yeah. as we can in this lifetime together as much yeah. as we can get so yeah. that would be a shame so yeah. that's the way I've worded it to him but I think it worked because I'm being honest and I'm being genuine I'm not saying you've got to get fit because I'm fit now and I'm look how mm. good looking I, I'm not saying that yeah I'm saying I'd like us to do this together yeah like, not, I mean not just this being my thing it, it's a lot more delicate than what my wife said so <laughs> that's all I'm gonna <laughs> say lose some weight well, so. <laughs> I've learned though I've learned to um because I've got quite a sensitive man yeah. So I've learned to um no, she, be, she just be delicate like, where I need you know, to be. But we do joke as well. We do joke like that. Like <laughs> it, no. you know. But like my wife, so I think so. She knows as well that I am not going to have that conversation with her because I am not going to. Maybe my threshold for noticing that is not as much, right? Yeah. Uh, because there was a time when she, she would kill me for saying this but there was a time where she You're gonna get like, in trouble. yeah she she gained a bit more weight right? <gasps> but i she's so thin but she gained weight right and i look at the pictures now i realize oh yeah she was a bit fat but <laughs> <laughs> i didn't notice it and she was angry at me like why didn't you tell me We've had this conversation. Right? I gained and loads I, I, of weight I when I was in my head. Like I was like, I, you weren't though. Like, and then she showed me the pictures. Like, oh yeah, 
Why didn't no, I we've know? Had, like, we've, had the exact, of time. we've had the exact same con- conversation because I gained loads of weight when I was ill as well and over lockdowns mm. and stuff and I had a lot of health issues going on. So I gained the weight. I didn't, like, I knew I'd gained weight. I did notice it because mm. I couldn't breathe, okay? I couldn't breathe. Yeah. It was hard work. But I could convince myself that it wasn't that much weight. I mm. could do that, you know? Yeah. And... I when I lost my weight and I was going to the gym and everything, I said to him, "Why didn't you tell me I was fat? Why yeah. didn't you tell? How dare you let me be fat? Yeah. So you should yeah. honour me yeah. by telling me that I'm fat." Yeah. And he's like, "On what planet would a man ever tell his missus that she's fat? On what pl- like?" Yeah. And he was going, "I do know you, Birdie. On what yeah. planet does you expect me to say that to you?" Yeah. And I was like. Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, I might yeah. have bitten your head off if you had told me yeah. I'm fat. But why didn't yeah. you tell me I'm fat? Yeah. But you know what? Like my problem was, I didn't even notice it. I didn't notice yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think he know. I think he knew yeah. and he noticed, but he, it wasn't as yeah. dr- it wasn't dramatic. Like yeah. now, in hindsight, he can really see the difference. He's like, wow, yeah, yeah you definitely I mean, lost it, weight. It does, you know? on, on the face of it, it does seem contradictory that we said like people shouldn't focus on physical aspects. But that now we it matters and it doesn't. It shouldn't be. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be the only that. thing. Because no. if I'd have focused on physical only, maybe I wouldn't have spoken to him again. Yeah, because I it's think... not just that, right? Like if I like I was when I I'm being said... obsessive about things, like she tells me about it, like I'm being obsessive and stuff, right? It's yeah. sort of the same sort of a thing, and yeah. I have her. She's and she's Polish, so she's very straightforward and honest about things, right? So, but I like that because then I have someone from out, like outside my head, telling me if I'm being too obsessive because I have a yeah. very obsessive nature. If I find yeah, something, too. I like go crazy, right? So yeah. I need someone like that to tell me. I need someone like that to tell me, okay, you are changing your nature, like because someone has pissed you off or like for a while, that's not you because she knows, like I'm a according to her like i'm a nice and caring person but <laughs> when someone like you know but it's a situation that is getting me angry and angry and yeah. angry and i've become uh, you know, you my nature changes yeah yeah he does so the same to me her. he's like paul's the only person in the world that can come to me and go bird you look a bit crazy in the eyes yeah and you need to stop put your paintbrush down you need to put yeah. this canvas away you need to stop. You've got yeah. that crazy look and you need mm. to have a bath and you need to go to bed. He's the only mm. person that can tell me that. Anyone else tells me that, I'll tell him to fuck right off. Yeah. Like, yeah. How dare you talk to me like that? But he'll say, no, you've got that crazy look in your eyes. You need to stop now. Yeah. And um, I just said a minute ago as well, I want to clarify something because I said that um, if it was just on looks, I wouldn't have spoken to him again. I don't. <laughs> and I don't. I, I, didn't, it... I didn't register that. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh shit, that's going to be taken the wrong way. I'm going to clip that and send to him, by the way. <laughs> Put that as the front of the clip, like, yeah. to advertise the episode. <laughs> no, I, I, what I mean is, like, no, it's, not that, it's, it's not that I didn't think he was good looking or anything. It's that I didn't know him, so why would I like? And... No, but I'm I'm pretty sure he knows as well. He's not Jason Momoa, right? So right, but also, like, I, and I know that one, about myself as well. The one thing he did have that was compelling is his mm. ability to be a music, his musicianship. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. And that so was very compelling. And his, like, yeah. But I don't just fall in love with every good musician I see on stage. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I had yeah. to get to know him. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, there, but there was something there, about there, him. There's something like th- that's what I was talking about before as well. It's not just like a person has to be pretty and stuff like that. It's just this if when you're looking at someone not just through f- uh, physical lens and things there are yeah. certain things that are going to attract you and keep you attracted to that person yeah. Yeah. i'll tell you what attracted me to him mm. i'll tell you because mm. i just thought of it it wasn't just that he's a musician it that he was an ambitious musician and he wasn't going to mm. let anyone stop him and yeah. he's going to do his thing no matter what and he was ambitious to the point where he would work like two jobs and do a gig straight after that job and then drive to another gig and then come mm. back and work another job. So it's just unbelievably prolific yeah. and ambitious. Yeah. He's willing to work for it. He's not mm. moaning about anything he has to do. He chuffed every time he gets a gig. Yeah. That was really charming to me because that was mm. like, as as an artist myself as well, mm. I was like, this is amazing to see somebody with that sort of yeah. drive. And it's the drive yeah. that got me. And I, I wonder if that's a woman thing as well because they want ambitious men Probably, yeah, and yeah. they want men with potential, don't they? It's not, yeah, men don't look for if that you're, <laughs> Yeah, if you're, if you're a 20-year-old woman and you want a man that's going to give you security, you're, mm. you're not going to find that in another 20-year-old yeah. man, but you will find the potential for it in a 20-year-old yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, and whether that person, and then it's on you. That's what I'm saying. Like that's on your relation. Depends on your relationship. If you have helped him as well as yeah. as well as he has enabled himself to um, reach his potential, to actually yeah. maximize I, on his potential. Yeah, as well. I did everything I could yeah. to get and him. Sometimes to it doesn't work out, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out. That's why I'm not like completely against people separating. Because yeah. sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes people start using each other as just a lifeline. And then they yeah. have to decouple because it's, they are not good for each other in that respect, right? But I don't think, so. I don't know, I can tell for my own like self anyways, like men don't look for that. Men are not looking for potential or anything like that. I think so we are hardwired to find someone that we can take care of. So it's the mannerisms, how that person, uh, how that person looks is a huge point if we are, if we are very young, if you're yeah. like between 18 to 24, if you're looking for a partner, looks matter a lot more, right? At that point, because that's how our mind is. Like, yeah, that's how you're driven. For, yeah, it's like everything is like the size of the hips, not like for that reason, but it's like yeah. that's evolutionary in our head to look for that because is the woman able well, to bear children? Yeah. And like, it you know, sig- signifies thing. fertility, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how 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 the how the woman is with her other friends how how she reacts to you how nice and kind she is to you you know does does it feel like you know you can be with you can be vulnerable with that person or not there's other signify men yeah. never look at how much that woman earns i don't think so men even look at how talented that person might be in their own profession that comes next and that's very yeah. exceptional cases where it happens when that woman is extraordinary exceptional that you would know about that woman even before, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, it's hardly the case when you're that young, you know, like both yeah. men and women are not prolific at that age to know each other as something like, you know, that comes later. It's sort of like, okay, I got this woman and she's like, you know, I'm with this woman now. She's really good. Oh, she's an artist as well. Like, oh, brilliant. I never noticed that. <laughs> and she's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Dooza um, commissioned me to make his album cover. And uh, I think that was just so that he could talk to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, men but he are does like he does like my art as well. It's yeah. not like he yeah. just did it so he can talk to me, but he thinks my art's shit. Mm. That's not how it works. He's like he liked my art no, as well. But but that's the thing. Like that, those calculations come later. Mm. Now in this world, I think so. Men might be changing their attitude, and for good reason. Yeah. Because they can no longer provide on their own, and this is a problem. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a problem if it's just the world changing and we just have to adjust ourselves as men and women and our relationships and stuff. The core should should still remain, even from the woman's perspective, is how the men or how the woman make you feel, rather than how much they earn and stuff. And yeah, you know the. the those videos as well like are very misleading because like people take those videos of women when they're drunk and stuff and they're like yeah women anyways like you know they might think like that or they might ju- they just like mouth something like yeah it's exactly yeah deep down i don't think so many and many women are realizing that right so this comes to that point of what is only fans doing oh to men and women hmm <sighs> Um, right, because be it's making everything transactional. Yes, and women and are realizing available. this very soon now. It's happened very quickly, where OnlyFans have gone really high, and I think so. It's coming down now because women have suddenly realized no men, no decent men, want to be with a woman who has been an OnlyFans girl. Yeah, and that's not people mistake that they misinterpret it as the man is being judgmental and he's yeah. like this like conservative judgmental holy and that he thinks he's better than everyone. But that's not what it is. Mm. I think it's evolutionary. Um, yeah. The man wouldn't want a woman who has essentially like even if it's just on OnlyFans like metaphorically mm. given herself to all the other men. Yeah. Yeah. Men look for exclusivity. Um no matter if you're conservative, liberal, or whatever, no matter what the hell any man says, men value exclusivity over anything. It's not virginity. It's not like the conservative idea of virginity yeah. and stuff like that. But that as well itself was an older idea of exclusivity. But that, that, that well. was their thinking. It's sort of like men don't want to think that you are... They don't want your body count to be 50, 100 and stuff. Like, they want... <laughs> They don't want other people to know you intimately before they do, like, yeah. I think think what's happened to that narrative is it's turned into a thing where women sort of say, Well, that's not fair, and we need to make it fair. And Mm. so, if men can sleep around, then women too, uh, women should too. And and it's not worked out well because it feels Mm. like my generation and definitely generations below me that have been chronically online all their lives. Yeah. They're definitely being used as an experiment and it's not mm. exactly got the results mm. that people wanted it to have. Yeah. And I think so like people need to own own this up. Like women, especially feminists, need to own up to it. That feminists just... lie a lot. This is the thing. I won't say feminist, I'll say feminism lies to women. Yeah. Yeah. Because it tells women when they're young the whole idea of feminism is you don't need a man you can do what you want yeah. you don't need a family you can have a yeah. you can have a career and do what you want but they don't tell these women that at some point you might have to choose between your family and career and you have biological to biological women yeah but here's the thing they don't talk about the fact that you have to choose because they yeah. perceive that as being like the patriarchy and this is the thing mm. we're fighting we're fighting women having to choose between having a career and a family 
but it's not the patriarchy that's making you choose it's your biology that's making you choose and you know good for the women that can physically do both because there are women that will have children pop them out and have a career Um, but but those women are exceptional yeah and those women are exceptional i would say Mm. because i don't have any children and i don't know if i have the energy to pop out kids and have a career Mm. Mm. but i'm old as well so there is that but you know like the the thing about that as well is it's unnatural in that way of not in the way of like jesus and stuff <laughs> uh, not in the bible bashing way but it's sort of like you're going against your uh you're going against your natural instincts right mm-hmm. and there's a thing about there's a difference about how men and women think right so men generally whatever we will we can do it we can bring it into existence right so we we that's why we are the organizers organizers of a society that's why we have taken leadership roles that's why it ha- we are the providers uh-huh. of is things, that why right? i thought it was the patriarchy and, yeah it is patriarchy and uh, that's why patriarchy worked right like if we don't take patriarchy, patriarchy to me that's what i'm saying Sorry. like um the to not to demonize patriarchy but to understand patriarchy is like it worked because that's how the world was dangerous back then right and you needed men to lead and stuff like that but whatever we can bypass that because there's a lot of women that uh have led yeah, as well. the patriarchy thing is another topic because i don't yeah, actually believe a, we live a, in a, one yeah, so. it's a different one yeah so the thing is but like how uh, if if men will something they can do it right like women it depends on the day because their yes, their does. whole personality their whole, everything depends on biology ours doesn't depend on biology we are mm-hmm. detached from our biology and we can think and we can do it for a woman if she's near her period on her period after her period you know or on I have to schedule cycle, i have to schedule everything exactly. around my cycle because yeah. and it's so annoying because there yeah. are time when i physically won't be able to get on the camera and talk or i physically won't yeah. be able to go to the gym or i won't be able to go to the post office because i am absolutely drained i'm in pain all that stuff and, and then but have any concept of that no there's a, never has to worry about that ever no. if there's a day that he's feeling unwell or anything that's unusual yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know we have to take note and be like, oh wow, yeah. you can't go to work today. That's a really big yeah. deal. Whereas me, if I can't go to work, well, yeah, she can't it's go understandable. to work. There's all yeah. sorts of things wrong with her. You yeah, know? <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like, and for this reason, if for a woman, it's very important to listen to her biology, mm-hmm. right? And when sure you tell is. a woman that she should or she doesn't need to have kids, she doesn't need to have like that's a choice that she can make. but that's a choice that she should make with the knowledge that her biology will be fighting against her and yep. that she has to be in control of it right we put women on pills that's a way a natural thing that changes their personality we're messing up with women have, and if you heard about women being on contraceptive pills being attracted to different types of men yeah when they're yeah. on it and when they're off it i've never yeah. ever taken a contraceptive yeah. pill i've never yeah. done it so neither has my wife yeah yeah i refuse and i'm yeah. so glad because i got it got pushed on me when i was 13 yeah. the doctor was telling me oh she's moody she has like these mood swings mm-hmm. take the contraceptive pill that will sort it out and i yeah, refused so and i'm so glad so i've always refused yeah 
and that's because that's, that's bad what that's, that's doing that's to the women point I'm trying to make is like women are very much governed by their biology now that's not a bad not when thing. they're on the pill they've been detached yeah. from it they're yeah. de completely detached yeah. then there's all these women my age that are coming off the pill and suddenly realizing that their biology does all this stuff and that their body tells them things yeah yeah and you see like how dangerous it is like evolutionary women's thinking is governed by biology and we have yeah. introduced something that detaches them from it and yeah. makes them more like they makes their thinking more like men right but it does it's not natural to them to be in that state no right men not. can do it because they 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 are built for those sort of things right yeah. that's why they protect that's why they do those sort of things because they can detach their emotions from their decisions as well and do you know what as well we was just talking about like how women can't do things at a certain time of month when i joined the gym one of the most fascinating things that about weightlifting that i mm. learned was the um for the five days so there's like a day before and then during and like three days after or it might be up to five days after my period mm. i can't lift the same mm. weights i have to halve my weights like actually mm. go half or maybe even lower on those particular days of my period like the first few days because mm. i just can't lift the same men mm. go to the gym every day and they never have to lower their weights because of no. their body they mm. never have to do it yeah. the only time i ever see men in the gym doing that is when they've had a serious injury yeah yeah and that's the thing like it, it's important to to notice those differences to understand those differences mm -hmm. without prejudice without feeling like you're going to lose some sort of women's rights if you acknowledge that women have some restrictions like i think so that's bizarre that's why i i see like these new wave feminists not not just don't want to accept and don't want to take responsibility as well for the actions which is weird as well so if some like they have to say like oh no single mama strong it's like no it's some part of their life they have made a bad decision as well which is why they in this position you have to understand that because then you don't repeat the cycle if yes, start, but uh, people are caught up on sorry to interrupt yeah no, i'm really sorry no. um, people are caught up on like so the single mum she's doing a great job she's really strong she's resilient mm. right well yes yeah, she's resilient and she's doing a great job but mm. it didn't have to be this way exactly exactly and, and that's and it's it, a shame that it is that way it's a shame that she's had to build that callus around yeah. her, herself to yeah. be able Despite to tackle her life, life and such a difficult life yeah and, and 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 kids like like yourself who are from a single parent household you know what you have missed i right? know what i've missed because I, i had a dad at the start and then hmm. my dad he became an alcoholic so they hmm. split and then i was in a single parent household and while my mum had four other kids and it yeah. was it i know what i missed and it, yeah. i just think it's such it's so enormous not having yeah. one of your parents there mum or dad and yeah. people underestimate how important it is to have dad in the home even for yeah. the little girls it's yeah. so important yeah. and it's massive what you miss out on in your life yeah. so people just don't they don't think about it that way they think about it as men are useless so and men leave yeah. and they leave their kids and yeah. women have to pick up all the slack and mm. so women have to be hard women have to be resilient women have to be like men yeah 
But it's, uh, it's sort of like people say, a lot of people say it who don't suffer the consequences of these words, right? Of these ideas and stuff as well. But we don't tell the kids of single parents enough that how bad it is to continue that cycle because a lot of yeah. them end up making those same mistakes as well. Well, yeah. Society has told them that it's okay <laughs> to do it. Well, society like, didn't tell me. Society didn't tell me that it yeah. wasn't okay. Yeah. Society didn't were, tell me that I was missing anything. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Society yeah. didn't tell me I was missing anything. My family didn't tell me I was missing anything. Um, Your life told you that. So. Yeah. Like I, I kind of realised that as I got older, and also yeah. when I see my nieces and nephews and on on Paul's side of the family and. They've got my man dad at home, and it, yeah. over the years, it's dawned on me what that means. Yeah. Like seeing what how their development, how yeah. they're developing, and thinking about myself at their age, at different stages yeah. of development, and I'm like, wow, that's made a difference to them. But yeah. they're, they're totally night and day, the mm. the outcomes of their lives are going to be, yeah. uh, the pot or the possibility of the outcome of their lives. Because even though I come from single parent household, my younger brothers definitely all their life come from single parent household. Mm. We've all done quite well for ourselves on pulling ourselves up from the bottom at some to some extent. Like I'm mm. not saying we've done well for ourselves. We've got loads of money. There's none of that. Yeah. But we've we've not necessarily no, repeated the cycle. We've not repeated the cycle. We've yeah. pulled ourselves out of the bottom a little bit. You know, we're getting on with our lives. We're productive members of society. Mm. Well, apparently I'm not. I'm just a hate machine. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I we've mean, moved on a little bit from the relationship topic. No, but it's no, still but there, like really. The, the, the reason why I brought that up is, like, people not being honest with themselves and people not being honest with how we should form relationships as well who should be like people can make mistakes there's always exceptions right you can do mm. you can do the absolute best from your point of view so that's why it's important to note that i'm not blaming single mothers only but i'm saying like there is some fault of yours as well and there's some fault of the men as well because it takes two to make babies okay i've so always you, thought that I've, yeah my right mom, my mom weren't happy that she had kids and she made it very clear that um, mm. she weren't pleased with the situation and I remember thinking well it's not my fault you've got kids that's you yeah yeah you had me yeah like, that's not yeah. my fault like you got into like now it's as well like that person became an alcoholic right so that's a fault of that guy your dad yeah, yeah. of the man right and he should have pulled himself together understood what his responsibilities were that's fine but at the same time, like that, your mother has chosen your dad to be with your dad as well. So it's just like, let's balance well, she did, things I'll out. be fair to her. She did good. She, uh, I think she did the right thing to break it off when he became an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's but, the thing as well. Like she, that she prioritized, what she prioritized was like her kids and not being around yeah. an, uh, an alcoholic or abusive dad and yes. stuff. So, but, but the the thing is like people need to realize what the core of the relationships are like these things happen you have to adapt yourself but not to venerate the the exceptions where relationships fall right just to make people who are from single parent household or who are single mothers good feel good about themselves we ha we can't make that a norm we can't make that like oh yeah it's okay no it's not okay to it might not be your fault it's probably not your fault or it is your fault doesn't matter but it's not okay to be that right 
that there is something bad that has happened. Acknowledge that there is something bad that has happened for you to be in that situation because then we set up a higher goal for our societies and stuff. Like the ideal for our societies is to have two-parent households. Some like, but just like, let's bring it to Jesus, right? For some reason, I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> the 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 ideals of jesus are over there but we all fall short of it right so it doesn't mean that we have to reach those ideals the reaching is not the point but the point is the the um pursuit of it so we yeah. can't lower our standards that's okay. all i'm saying like we we shouldn't lower our standards and say like you know i agree, okay I agree. That. Yeah. I think it's there's um I think it's controversial because people get upset because mm. and I'll tell you why they get upset, you'll know this already, but it's because there are women that would rather not be single mothers and they yeah. feel like yeah. they, they didn't have a choice in a situation and then they've had to be this mm. resilient person who handles yeah. everything all by herself, this woman who just does everything for the kids. And mm. then pe- she I think those women feel attacked when people talk about how yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't have to be that way yeah. but I also do agree with you that the ideal is a family's unit and I word mm. it that way because I don't I personally don't think it necessarily has to be mum and dad but yeah, it does yeah, have yeah. to be two, that's why I said two parents it has household, to be yeah. responsible adults who care mm. about that family unit and prioritize mm. that family unit so it could yeah. be mum and her parents or it could yeah, be yeah, yeah. or it could be um you mm. know two women or two men or whatever mm. it is has yeah. to be responsible adults who prioritize this unit and will mm. do everything to make this unit work and for the kids in this unit to level up into the world as with the best opportunity they can mm. and yeah. i'm not saying a single mum can't do that but my god it's significantly harder for her to achieve that yeah yeah and and that's the important thing as well to notice it's not like i for for my part i blame the men more because i'm a man right so i'm not blaming a woman more within the single parent uh single mom situation as well i'm blaming the men more it's like why did you give up your your responsibility yeah well it says a lot about your character that you can't commit to children that you made yeah, exactly right but there's also but the thing is like a lot of women would demonize men for it yes. as well like i'm doing as well it's like most of the time men don't have a choice and if especially when you see the the divorce proceedings in america and yeah. stuff it's mental it's mental they are like this they are taken away from their kids like when they want to be there's a lot of other things that goes on of course as well. like there's a lot of dynamics within it it's like it's a minefield but all that it is no matter what category of situation has happened whatever dynamics have happened every person should be able to self-reflect and say where i went wrong before blaming the other where i went wrong and always understand that there's a standard to achieve and we should aim for it as a society we should not lower like that's what's happened and this is what i'm pissed off at is that we just lowered the standards we just because to meet uh, to meet the um let's say in other fields like incompetent people or meet the people who can't reach those standards for their circumstances which is beyond their means as well we said okay we'll just lower the standards so everyone can be inclusive oh, i think about- that's called the bigotry of low expectations yeah. but i think we've got that in um in 
relationship world like the expectation of a relationship to last mm. isn't there because people don't people don't really believe in it anymore yeah and it's like people think like oh 10 years is a long time it's like uh, it's nothing our, our wedding anniversary was uh, like last september was we were married for 10 years right we're just getting started <laughs> it's not a long time <laughs> yeah we're, we're not even married yet we've mm. been over 10 years but i feel like we might as well be because we lived in a van for seven years and that's yeah. and and nobody got murdered so yeah. that's pretty yeah, good that, that, that's the uh, test that you guys have passed yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we might as well have done like i think if you live in a van for 50 years um, 50 years seven years you've done 50 years <laughs> you've done 50 years for sure yeah we might as let's, well have... let's take it to something lighter now go for to, it um well, okay. not like a topic, like just less intense. Um, to talk a bit about the love aspect of relationships. So <laughs> what are the things that annoy you about Paul? Well, we're going to go for, we're gonna go for that first. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> his tidying up is not good. Like he was, right, okay. So he's very, very thoughtful and very helpful. But I'd rather that he doesn't do any of the cleaning duties because he does things like before I even woke up, he went into the kitchen, he spilled a bottle of milk. This was this was a few days ago. Spilled a bottle of milk. He went, got the mop and a bucket to clean it up. He mopped the entire floor and then he knocked the bucket over and then he had to clean the floor. And then after he finished that, he got the compost, the food bin. And he was going to tie that up and take that out. And as he pulled it oh, out no. of the thing, the compost went out onto the floor. So then he cleaned that up and then he got a mop and bucket again. And he, so he got the mop and bucket into the kitchen. He cleaned that up and then he knocked the mop over, the bucket over again. Oh, my God. And then he had to, And this was all before I woke up. And It's like so a Tom I'm, and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. So I was like, please don't, please don't. Do any if you if they, if there's anything it's goes wrong something. just just tell me I'll clean it but just please don't please don't clean anymore. The, so that's for number one. Clumsiness. <laughs> yeah, clumsiness. The the cleaning is not good at it. I, I'll do that. I like cleaning. It's fine. More. That's, I need more. Oh, okay, that's my, <laughs> number one. My second annoying thing. Oh my god! Right when he gets drunk and he sings Frozen, let it go. <laughs> that's oh. really annoying and then he starts saying he gets drunk and we he gets confident <laughs> yeah <laughs> or when he gets drunk and he gets confident and he starts saying things like make me a tea woman because <laughs> he thinks it's funny <laughs> that's annoying oh, um, that telling funny. me telling me his dad jokes over and over again but same jokes I've probably been hearing the same jokes for about five years that's yeah. yeah that's annoying um what else how many things have i got to say that annoy me as many as you want okay when he tries limit to, to three or five when he tries to do my laundry and he washes my stuff but he doesn't put it back exactly where it needs to go and he doesn't fold it the way i fold it that's annoying um, another yeah. annoying thing, when he tells me something and I've never heard of it before and he goes, he'll say something like, oh, yeah, because we've got to go to this place at four o'clock today. And I'll say, what? When when did we agree this? 
And he goes, oh, yeah, I told you. I told you last week. And I find out he didn't tell me. He told me in his mind. <laughs> Those are pretty good things. Yeah. So let, let's reverse it and say, what are the things that you miss about him when he's not there? Um, he talks to me. And I miss that because I love mm. the way he talks to me because I can tell him almost anything. It can be the most mental thing he's ever heard in his life. And he might laugh at me, but he doesn't actually judge me. Mm. And um, it, when he talks to me, he brings out of me things that I didn't think were in me, like that makes me think in a different way. I like mm. that. Um, I like that he makes me laugh as well. So I miss that. I miss him trying to tidy up and doing it badly and making everything worse. I do miss that. I miss him putting my stuff where it doesn't go. I miss that. Um, That's what I was trying to get out of you. Yeah, all the things that annoy me about him are all the things I miss straight away. Like, I miss him telling me the same joke over and over again or Mm. him making plans and telling me in his mind. Yeah, That's, uh, that's the same thing with me as well. I don't know about her. Maybe she would like me to stop doing the things that annoy her, but like the list is way too long because I'm I'm unaware of it. I and I find new ways to annoy the, her. That gets to a point where there's certain things that annoy you about your partner that you, if you're ten years in and you're mm. still annoyed about this one thing and you don't leave, you're the mug, or you secretly yeah. like it. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's I think I came yeah. to the conclusion that I secretly like it because yeah. I ain't left. Yeah. So I must yeah. like it. And I do, yeah. I miss it. So yeah. there is that. Yeah. You'd rather him not do it, but he's still like I'd rather not try and clean the kitchen, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's. I also think it's really sweet that he does mm. think, right, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that for her before mm. she wakes up. I think it's really sweet. Yeah. I, uh, I that's what so I like. Too. I like his thoughtfulness. Yeah. I think so... <laughs> For me, I think so. Like the the thing that annoys me, and this like I would get into trouble, but like a woman can say it. <laughs> um, she starts uh, telling a story from the middle, oh. and I don't have any context. Oh, I'm like, well, what the hell are we talking about over like, here? <laughs> he does that to me as well. But also another thing Paul does is he. I will ask him something very simple. Like, if he says somebody's name and I say, who's that? He will go from the very beginning and tell me the story. She does the same thing. And That's I don't like, need I to know it from the, know tell me who the it basics. Is. <laughs> yeah. Give me who, like, yeah. Yeah, she does that as well. But, like, then, like, you know, when she's not there, you know, when she's gone home or something and I don't have anyone to talk to, like, I miss that. Like, you know, yeah, just someone same. telling me their story and stuff. Like, her story is very long, right? So, the, I used to have a very, very close friend and I think I'm used to it because of him. And he used to tell stories like that. And I used to get annoyed so much. Like, just uh, tell me the, the main points first. But no, she she does like what m- most women do. She starts going in the detail too much. It's sort of like, and she Maybe picked up a, a glass of water and she drank. It's like, what does that have any relevance to it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't Amazing. care about that. Tell me the story. That's so good. Yeah, but um, yeah, just but those things like you miss those things, and when that course, person is not there, course. because they annoy you for a reason as well. That I makes think what it is, is it, it's an overtime thing, isn't it? It's the you know the one hundred millionth time you've heard the same dad mm. joke. 
but the next time if he goes away for if he was to go away for a tour i know that when he gets home i will laugh at that dad joke Mm. even though i haven't laughed at it for like three months i'll laugh at it because i haven't heard him say it for a week yeah 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 it's just nice i think so it's nice to be annoyed i think she had this saying somewhere like very tacky sort of a sexy thing like (laughs) like how you know how you have seen like saying on things and then you put on the wall it's a way a sexy thing I found. <laughs> Wait, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you had that. I have that at no, all. Something was like marriage thing... is all about annoying or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Do you find so it, it's is it? Do you find the other person's annoying stuff is contagious as well? Because yeah. I've started doing I've started doing his jokes and I'm yeah. like, oh, why am I doing yeah. that? But he'll say I, if I, I say pick up words, you pick up oh, words. Yeah. I do, yeah. right, so if I say I've been thinking before I even carry on with the sentence, he'll say, "Did it hurt?" Yeah. And he thinks it's funny every time. Every yeah. time. And yeah. now I've noticed that when he says I've been thinking, I say, "Did yeah. it hurt?" Because I was doing <laughs> it back to him to be funny. But now yeah. I found myself saying it to other people, and I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no!" You like, said that to me as well, like in the text, like when you were doing that. Yeah, Jesus, so it's right. contagious. <laughs> I've noticed one thing, like, uh, with my wife, like, Polish people, like, if you get hurt, you would say, ouch, right? Yeah. Polish people say, awa. Oh, awa. I like it. Yeah. And I say that naturally now, right? Oh, wow. But also, the thing is that I didn't have a word for it, like, in my head. I never used to say anything if I got hurt. I used to curse at it. Right. Yeah, that's what I do. I don't say ouch. Yeah, but now I naturally say that, and I like it's only recently that I've noticed. Like, I'm why am I? But okay, fine, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 that happens, isn't it? You just sort of like yeah, metamorphosis. Yeah, just sort of merge, turn yeah. into one person. Yeah, but it's um, it's also like you have this. I don't know if you need a balance or not. Because yeah, you I don't do. think so you, you need, need your a, independence uh, as a person. You need to know who you are as a person as well yeah, when you're with because somebody. Because if you lose that person because of any circumstances, then you lose all sense of you. Yeah. And I fear yeah, we've that. had this discussion. Like when we yeah. got cancelled, um, we ended up in a situation where we were very we felt very abandoned. We were very isolated mm. for a number of years, like last few years or whatever. And um I started to feel like it was a little bit un- unhealthy and I sort of said to him, look, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're in this flat now. Um, we're in one place. We never used to be in one place. That means mm. you've got an opportunity to reconnect with some of your friends and see mm. them. So I'm, yeah. I made a rule that yeah. he has to go and see his friends, if not every week, yeah. then every other week. Yeah. Um, and even if it's just go to the pub, even if he gets drunk or whatever, he has to go mm. and see his friend. Yeah. Because I felt like, and I do the same thing. I have to go out as well. It's not just that I'm sitting at home, mm. but I have to. I have to find a way to connect with my friends mm. because there has to be space for us to remember who we are as individuals yeah. before we got together and stuff like that, yeah. and then come back together. It can't just be our relationship. Yeah. 24 7 all the time dependent like because i think so that we were close to it when we got cancelled we became really dependent on each other and i think that was damaging Mm. because i think so that's something that i've i've noticed as well like 
but I, I don't think so. I've got over it that much because I've never had. Um, it's not just I haven't had a relationship with a woman before of this sort, like where I'm, uh, my feelings are so intense. I've never had a relationship with anyone, like my parents or anyone, like even yeah. my friends. The relationship was only one friend, like that was that close, but it was still not that close, right? I've never had that relationship before. And it's sort of like, you know, it made it and I, it came to a point, it's still in my head, where I don't know where I will be, like what I will be if it wasn't her or yes. if I'm not with her. Something happens and stuff. I don't, I don't think I have a place in my own world without her. Like, yeah. you know, in my own head, I don't think so. I have, I don't think so. I have any relevance to myself. I don't think so. I have any, you know, consideration to myself and anything. I, and I do not know what I'll do without her. And which is why she has also pushed me probably now that I think about it, like to go back and talk to my friends, make friends, spend yeah. time with my friends, spend time yeah. on home. Obviously, think... she wants time away from me as well. Probably. <laughs> I think, um, men, I wonder if men feel that way more strongly than women and I don't know I, I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself but I do feel like I don't like to think about it but if for some reason we weren't together anymore mm. for the forever mm. I do feel like that I don't know what I would do with myself that would drive me yeah. mad that yeah. would just and it, it sincerely yeah. would uh, I can't think of anything worse yeah. in the immediate moment yeah. But also that that is a little bit of a different topic to who are you without this person temporarily? Yeah. So I think who so, are yeah. you when you're on your own? Yeah. And that I think when you're in a couple, when when you've been together a long mm. time, I think it's easy to lose that. Yeah. I mean that that's the way because you point. just become because like, yeah. I just for me and me and dudes, we just become birdie and doozer. And especially mm. when we was on the road, because that's who we were full time when we was touring yeah. and he was doing his gig with Birdie and Doozer. And then we yeah. got cancelled and then we went through this whole thing. And one of the things we went through when we got cancelled is thinking about who we are. Because when you get mm. cancelled, um, people really try and strip down who you are and make you into mm. this evil figure that doesn't yeah. exist. And you have mm. to question yourself, well, how much of this is true and how much of it is untrue? In my case, all mm. of it was untrue, but... Yeah. That's not the point. Even if so all of it, say. even if yeah, so I say, even <laughs> if some of, but even if some of it is true, you've still mm. got to remind yourself of who you are because it's yeah. not what other people say yeah. it is. It's you know who you are. You're with you all the time, and yeah, um, yeah I think it's important to remember that. And it was yeah. very weird for him to mm. be Paul again. Yeah, you know, and it was weird for me to just be Birdie. Yeah, and not be the famous yeah. artist Birdie Rose, and mm. I know, think so. Like, and it's weird to not be Paul and Birdie yeah. as well. I mean, I think so. Maybe f for me, it was probably different. For me, it's probably different because, like, obviously, we're not in the same spaces, right? So we're yeah. not like completely different sort of worlds as well. I, I don't have any problem being alone. Right, and she I don't knows have the problem being alone. It's not that. It's, it's like, remembering yeah. who you are. Yeah, I, that's like, the what? thing as well. Like, but at the same time, I, I am someone who's very much aware of who I am as a, like to my core, right? And yeah. that's something that she loves uh, a yeah. lot as well. That attracts her because I'm very sure of who I am, and I'm very individualistic in that uh, respect. 
what what i mean is like from my point of view is i don't i don't see my relevance in the world well, that's what uh, i mean because i'm living my life for her in, that's in what i mean ways. like who who are you in the world when she's not there yeah that's, that's what i meant i didn't yeah. mean like who are you um and it's sort of like in, I didn't mean that you don't know who you are. I mean, there's no, an element no, no, no. of that, but I know, but I know. I'm trying to you, discover you question, it. With you. <laughs> yeah, you question your yeah. you question your role in the mm. world, but that's directly connected yeah. to who you think you are. But it's sort of like it's sort of like this thing, right? So if I don't even like to think about it, right? So, if, but if something happened and whatever happened, she wasn't there, I think so I would become a recluse, like because yeah, I would. I would like I would do what I actually want to do. Like there's a, there are different sides of me, right? The different archetypes that live inside of me. One of the strongest one that lives inside of me is someone who wants to have a cabin up in the woods. You know, have you a have like, some pet oh, or something, and like just he's the same. up in the mountains and like just live on my own. Don't give a fuck about anyone, right? I'd like connect with people, but like not as well at the same time. But actually, no, fuck people, right? <laughs> my books and myself, right? and i think so i will retreat to that part of me which i was before i met her because yeah. that's who i was i was presenting myself and i do i am an extrovert but internally like i don't like being an extrovert so yeah. to everyone i present myself as that person who is like oh going to the party or going out very friendly makes girlfriends quite easily make friends quite easily chats with people chats with strangers and stuff like that but when everything goes away and when i'm at home like you know when i'm in my space i'm very much a recluse and Same. i think so i would just revert back to that i wouldn't care about like you know i wouldn't care about doing podcasts i wouldn't care about even writing books or anything i just it's pointless like cuz i am trying to do those things to make our life something better or something or and then i also another thing also i feel that i have something to contribute and help the society but if she wasn't there the society can't go to help for me and this is this is a problem actually is, this might yeah. this is probably a problem because my relevance to the world and to take care of the world only comes because i love her so much but in that space like in that intense space right in that intense yeah. space it's just yeah it's it's weird i don't it know it is weird because we it sounds to me like your yeah no you've said it your relevance to the world is seen through the lenses of your love for your wife yeah that's how i see the world like i don't like if i lose that i don't think so i would be the same person yeah i not yeah. fear what i will be i fear for myself as well at times but it's it's but it's a, it's a bit different right so it's being scorned is different than having a loss right yes it having is having a loss would turn me into a recluse being scorned being so intense as or well, being scorned might turn me into a way different sort of a person yeah if she yeah, leaves yeah so like you know, if you got like, dumped yeah yeah dumped. we yeah. we joke about this sometimes we have talked seriously as well like i if if we if our relationship was to end for some reason other than you know the outside of our control but if our relationship was to just end like one of us didn't want the other one anymore or something mm. um i don't think i would 
seek another relationship. Yeah, same. I don't think I would. Yeah. I'm just like, and I joke about it by saying, oh, I can't be bothered to do it all again. It's partly true, but also, you know, I, I don't know. I think it just wouldn't be the same. No, no. I can't imagine it's it being the same unique, with somebody else. Like, um, yeah. But that's the thing. Maybe some people's mindset is not like this. And it's not just about this society or culture that we are in. Maybe some people's mindset is by that. Because we see the stories of like, um, but it's like um, there's a lot of cases like that where people are so viscerally connected to each other that they, they and I don't think so there's a cure for it. And I feel yeah. like, and I knew it. This is probably why I felt so intensely when I met her the first time. Yeah. Because I knew it, I'm fucked, right? Because my whole worldview was very much different of not being dependent on other people and just, I just knew it at that moment, I'm fucked. Like, yeah. this is not something that I can shake. The only way that it could have been shaken off is she wouldn't have been with me, right? And yeah. There were many instances the way she shouldn't have been with me, but she chose to be, like, right? So, yeah, things are just different cases or different kinds of love, different kinds of relationship that forms from it. I think so. And I think like a lot of people, what they're struggling with nowadays, especially young people, is mm. the idea that they can always do better. Yeah. So they'll be in a relationship with someone mm. and they'll be thinking, I, li- I like everything about this guy, but what if I could find one that's a little bit taller and the same? But you're not going to find that. You might find a taller version of this guy, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And I think you've got to, like, weigh up what you like about that person. And not mm. necessarily think, can I get that somewhere else? Because you won't get it somewhere yeah. else unless it's superficial. Yeah. But if it's not a superficial thing, don't throw it yeah. away. Yeah. But also maybe that comes from also the point that people need to understand that you have to constantly work on your relationship. Just yeah, because you have hard. Them, yeah, but just because, like, just because I love my wife, right? That doesn't give me the right to think that she will always be with me if I don't work on the relationship. True. And most of the times, I do things that, like, obviously, I'm a very forgetful person and stuff. I'm pretty sure that's on one of our lists that annoys her. You know, um, I know that because I've always been like that, right? So, but there's a lot of things that I'm not getting. I'm not emotionally connected that much because of what I have gone through in my life early on, going through a war and stuff like that. I know I have emotionally emotional issues where I have, I'm detached at times. I bring that to relationship at times as well. Then I have to be aware of it. You know, there's work to do on yourself all the time yeah. in every aspect of your life, not just like emotionally, emotionally, physically, sexually. Like there's a lot of work that you need to do if you need to, remain attracted to each other and remain like you know in a relationship with each other right people that is a part of relationship it's not just a guarantee that you're with someone then that's it right and then you start taking each other for granted because you do take each other for granted but you need to realize that every now and then that you're doing it so do something out of the extraordinary you know something out of the ordinary do something extraordinary for each other and stuff but always work on yourself because i think so i wrote that somewhere like love is easy but marriage is hard yeah and people but the thing is people talk about that all the time like marriage is hard and all of this and i'm not saying it's not 
Mm. But I wonder if that puts people off of the idea of marriage as well. Like, it's hard, so why would I bother? Yeah, but people say things like, oh, hard work then. Yeah, people say, oh, if you get married, you're more likely to break up. And I, I don't know if that's true. I think what it, the problem might, it might be... be that, true, but the problem might be before marriage anyways. Yes, I was going to say that. It might yeah. be that um, the couple got married and they didn't really know what they were committing yeah. to. It might be that. I mean, yeah. we, we're not married yet. And then people go, oh, well, if you get married, you might be like... But it's also hex, going you might be like, hexing it, in you know? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing as well is like that that something that I was saying was like love is easy, marriage is hard. So always lean on love, right? And that will make the marriage easier. That's nice. That will, that will make you want to work because always lean on that. Why you got, Remember why you are with that person always, right? So it makes you want to do it. And nothing nothing good is, you know, nothing that's worth good is like comes without hard work. So you have Oof. to work for it you know and that's when you have to remember like you know it's not gonna be easy this is not a movie people have made themselves and avatars of themselves and they think it's just a movie or they're playing fucking sims or something and just people get together they have babies and they have a house they have a car like you know that's not life it's not i think that's too simplistic i think people know Mm. that relationships can be hard and can be testing um but i think as well that you know, when something goes wrong in a relationship, a lot of people are very quick to just go to social media and slag off their relationship. Oh, I hate that. And yeah, don't I hate it as well. And dirty I just think you don't yeah. respect the relationship you're in if you're going to yeah. open it up to the world for criticism like that. And I yeah. say that being aware that we've just talked about our relationships. So, mm. in a way, we're opening our yeah. relationships open yeah. for criticism now. But yeah. I've not denigrated my relationship in any way no. and i hope no. that i hope no. that i haven't um, neither of I us have said anything to. like really but yeah. the thing is as well like you haven't told me an incident that happened in between you two that you oh. fought over and like yeah i would that, never that is a problem it's like why would because what you're doing is you lowering the respect that other people have for your, for your relationship and they will, yeah like it just poisons it yeah, like you don't so. respect your you don't respect your partner enough to have other people think of them that way. That's yes. weird. Yes, because I want I want people to think of him the best they possibly can because yeah. I see that in him. Yeah. So I wouldn't want him to. Th- I wouldn't want anybody to think anything bad about him ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That that is interesting. But it's interesting how. I'm pretty sure like the people like at our parents age or their parents like our grandparents and stuff they would have a very different idea of what a relationship is and probably like from culture to culture as well like you know what an idea is like if I if I think about like my parents marriage was arranged marriage right but they say like it was the best arranged marriage uh, because they fell in love right straight away so it worked out for them like you know and they 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 are not like normal like standard like people who are in arranged marriage like you know living in uh, like sleeping in different rooms and so <laughs> some you know? people some people in marriages that aren't arranged sleep in different rooms as yeah, well I, I so i do not understand that i don't because I, like, I like having my person next to me no. i mean the my the one of the best times like moments of the day is you know being next to her 
Yeah. You know, when we're sleeping, like, you know, like, I can hear her breathing and whatever, like, she's laying there next to me. I know, like, everything is fine. Whatever oh happened in the day, nothing matters. She's I've there, got... she's sleeping, she's fine. Like, okay. I've got another annoying um, love thing. Yeah. He's snoring. <laughs> yeah. I, snore I take that. my hearing aid out and I can still hear it. But yeah. if I don't hear it, I'd be upset. I'd be like, oh, where is that yeah. snoring noise? I need that. Because that's yeah. become a comfort thing for me. Yeah. Because I know he's that there. Happens. I know yeah. he's there. And yeah. also I know he's happy and I know he's comfortable because he's sleeping well next to me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. he's there. He's there. Yeah. That, that, that That's something that my wife has said as well. Like, because I have been working late, like at night doing the edits and stuff like that on podcasts. And she's going to sleep early because she actually has a normal job. So she has to wake <laughs> up early for it. Um, but she misses, like, she, she can't sleep unless I'm, like, there. Yeah, I'm the same. And she can hear me snoring and stuff like that. But, you know. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'll, it, I'll it's wait just for the connections. Like, if he works late, I'll stay up and wait for him. Yeah. Not because I have to, but because I know that even if I get in bed and lay down, I'm not going to go to sleep anyway. Mm. Not till he's home. Yeah. 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 Just, just how yeah. it is. Yeah, and it's like, it's those things that people should focus on more. Not about how how much someone makes, what kind of oh, house you oh have. Oh my god, have you seen those? Have you seen those videos? I'll send one to you on Twitter. Um, of the girl, there was one of this girl and her boyfriend. They're arguing in the street because she brought all of her like I think it was like eighteen girlfriends out to this dinner and I, I yeah. think he was under the impression that it was just going to be him and her and yeah. she's expecting him to pay for all of them I'll, 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 if it was me I would just leave I was like yeah, okay this, this is a girl I don't want to be with Yep. because she's using me as a cash machine not as a person yeah Yeah. people need to start valuing this more yeah. yeah it's a problem and I think so people, people also I, I don't want to give out a negative view as well because I know a lot of young people who are falling in love and are having a good relationships and stuff like that. There's another um, aspect that I've heard, like from some conservative men and some other men who are giving as well, or oh, make something of yourself before you get married. It's like, yes. that, I think so. that's a mistake. Do because, you? Because I like the advice. No, no. I, I think so. it's a mistake for men because you're telling men to be some, not, not, not like you should be getting married at the age of 18 but i don't as well don't think that you should be waiting till the age of 30 till you have made something out of your career before getting married mm-hmm. because you've lost that till that time you've lost that uh connection that you're seeking to be dependent co-dependent on someone as well which is important in a relationship someone who's intimate enough to inform you on your good and your bad decisions i think so it's a better idea to find someone as early as you can probably and find someone take some time not be like you know committed straight away take some time to know each other and stuff but then grow together i think so the growing together part is more important that oh i've already reached here and then i'm going to be with someone and then i expect you to like because you build your habits as well you don't build when you don't build your habits together as well that becomes a problem. Well, here's the thing. I agree with you, but I never took that message in the way you took it. Well, I that's took how they're the, doing it. 
Well, I took the messaging to mean that if you, so when you make something of yourself, I took that mm. to mean be on the way to making something mm. of yourself. Be that's not what they're saying. They're saying like have a career and, already, like have no, like have money, impossible. make money, and like buy stuff and stuff like that. I think so. That's, that's coming out of. Yeah, that's stupid. It's like, too they, much. It's too much. Yeah. You're biting off more than you can chew. I've been yeah, and you're leaving young, it too late. Yeah, young men should um, be ambitious and they should try to know what they want. If they yeah. don't know what they want, they should at least know, know yeah. what they don't want. Yeah. And work towards something that they think might look like the kind of life that they want. And then yeah. share that goal and share that ambition with a girl yeah. that you think you want to have it with. Because yeah. she will be compelled by that. That's what happened yeah. with me and Do. He told me what he was going to do. He told me what mm. he had planned and how yeah. he wanted to go on tour and do his music. And I found mm. that compelling. I was like, well, he knows yeah. what he wants. He yeah. at least knows what he doesn't yeah. want. You because, know? you know, like, from what I think is like, then you're not looking for a partner. You're looking for someone who's subservient to you, right? Because you've yeah. already achieved what you want to achieve. Now you want someone who agrees with you and can be the mother we'll, of your yeah, children, we'll right? Yeah, we'll just into your... the life you've already made. When really yeah. you should make the life together, right? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a wrong message to give i think so that's coming out of as well understandably because of the whole divorce system being against men so uh, this has to be fixed because it's, so it's a reaction right i think it's a reaction to women saying they want a man with all this they want a man with all that yeah. right? 400k yeah. a year so yeah. the response yeah, has to be, enough, like, yeah. yeah the response has to be okay make yourself into that man and then you'll get the woman yeah but it's it's never that's you, not how it works. I, I agree with you. Yeah. You yeah. have to, you have build, to grow build the with life someone. together. Yeah. And then you have shared ambitions. Then even though you might have individual ambitions and stuff, but like there's a consensus on certain ambitions and life ambitions that come together. Then you have shared habits as well, that you are more comfortable with that person. Yeah. You have someone who is more intimate to you, who's telling you, who who has the best for you because it's in their interest for you to be the best of yourself as well not just a friend or someone like who might go and have their own family and yeah. then you know but yeah I, I think so like it's a wrong message to give to wait till you've earned enough and then have a clause then if you're gonna get married like you know whatever they do like i don't even know we didn't even have that a but prenup you know what? or whatever it's called like right like have that then and have like if we get divorced or whatever for whatever reason this is what's going to happen i don't i don't know if it can happen or not to that extent in contracts do that if you want to do it but if you're going to have a relationship with that in mind already your relationship is more likely to get failed because yeah, you're I'm... looking at the consequences of breakup rather than the happiness of being together i i agree with you to an extent cuz i actually think prenups are a good thing anyway but mm. that aside, I think going back to the topic of building your life together, what people are missing out on if they don't do that bit together is mm. the growth that comes out of the building of life and the adventure. Because yeah. a little bit of hardship as a couple ain't going to kill you. Yeah. It's going to make you stronger. It's good. Yeah. So you meet you meet your man when he hasn't got the money and you help him mm. 
build that life to where he is comfortable and yeah. your life is comfortable. You've had a hand in that and you can feel yeah. proud of that and he can feel you proud of that. You appreciate life more at all. Yeah, and you've, you've done that together. You've shown each other mm. what you can do when you're on each other's side. Yeah. And that's powerful as well. Like, I yeah. think me and Doos have done a lot of that. We've shown each other what we can do, what yeah. we can make happen when we've got each other's back. And that makes having each other's back even more important. Yeah. And you realize what's more important, right? Yeah. That the important thing is not like, is not the money right now. Like, yeah, you, you, that doesn't mean that you become slobs, like smoking no. weed and like, you know, living on the sofa, like become like, you know, the big Lebowski's. But the thing is that, that you both understand that there's a pursuit that we are doing. We are doing our part to reaching that. But at the same time, what's more important is not the 100 million 20 years from now, but is that we remain together if we get that or not, regardless of if we get that yeah. or not. And you keep adjusting your goals and stuff from it. Okay, we can't have a four bed house we'll have a two bed house and we'll make it work and like you know that that those yeah. sort of things but like you, you keep your objective in your head like the objective is to make sure that each of us are happy with each other yeah working on our relationship and that's more important i think so like that it's a bad message to give to young men to do that but i can also understand because of the society we're in and then the numbers that are stacked against young men that which no one wants to recognize no one wants to say that because men don't see themselves as victims, and which is good. We should not see ourselves as victims. I think I think some we do. Are becoming that. I think yeah. I think that's why we've got like incels because they do see themselves as victims, yeah. but they're not they're not completely unjustified either. Yeah. To be fair to them. Yeah. Um, but it's not in men to see ourselves as victims. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't natural. do us good. It doesn't it, do us good. It, yeah, it's not doing them good. So incel community not doing themselves mm. serve. They're not doing themselves any favors yeah. viewing the world this way. Yeah, and you also th th that is being supported by by certain men who have had bad divorces and stuff and have bad experiences, right? Yeah. Unable to self-reflect on, on their own stupid behaviors. And they are fueling this, where they are saying, like, become high-value men, and blah, 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 whatever the hell is that supposed to mean, right? <laughs> and they go, crypto, crypto, high-value men. And, like, that's all the things that they talk about, trading on, crypto and high-value men. On the other side, like, you, know, you have feminists who don't think we should even have like segregationist feminists yeah. who don't think we should even have men around us in our society yeah. at all because there are a lot of women other, there are a lot of women that have had a bad experience they mm. go oh, mm. nearly every woman you know has had a bad experience with a man okay well that might be true that yeah. might be true but that you doesn't mean <laughs> but that but that doesn't mean that Every woman who's had a bad experience with a man will never have a good experience with a man. Yeah, exactly. So they make well, they make it seem like before the feminist movement, all the women were miserable and all the men were true, like though. going around with whips and just whipping it's them. True. The it's true. We can't feel sorry for the little Victorian boys that were shoved up chimneys and had their feet burned and, and beat so, nearly to so death. Funny as well, like when they talk about like voting rights and stuff, right? So they don't even realize, like, yeah, most men couldn't vote as well. Yeah, working on class property men. ownership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was only a ten years difference between every man being able to vote and then women being able to vote. Yeah, it's like yeah, it shouldn't have happened, but. It doesn't mean like every single man was enjoying like, you know, equal yeah. rights and stuff. 
I think yeah. a lot of this, like, um, the reason me and you keep talking about things like feminism and that is because I think a lot of these ideologies, like incel ideology, feminist ideology, um, all these, like, sort of um, red pill ideology, mm. all these different little sections have contributed to the mess that young people find themselves in today with their dating yeah. world. And yeah. actually, if they unplugged from all of these different ideas and just yeah. met each other, face to face for who they yeah. are they might have a better experience dating yeah and i i think so it's people being in a certain era only selfishly thinking about themselves so let's imagine yeah. like a woman in her 30s only thinking about herself herself and her experiences are the only thing that are informing her way of life same with men of that age not thinking like what my bad experiences if i lean on them too much what effect they will have on future generations so they're not think they this is again come back to the materialistic world we're not thinking beyond ourselves we've made ourselves our own gods like we talked about in the previous episode yes we have and there is nothing more to us apart from ourselves and ourselves is the only thing that is informing us and in our way of life and that is that is something that people need to readjust yeah because that's not sustainable in a relationship no and whatever is not sustainable in a relationship will not be sustainable in the society as well because it maps it out it won't be sustainable yeah out like you said um in society as well it won't be sustainable with other people you can't maintain a relationship with the one person closest to you in your life, how do you maintain relationships yeah. with others? But then I suppose people maintain superficial relationships with others, mm. but you can't do that with your life yeah. partner. But there's no uh, there's no foundation and it will crumble. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but um, I think so. We've gone, we've gone just over two hours. Wow. Um, yeah. But might be not, not, not might be full two hours because I went to pee in the middle, didn't I? Oh yeah, so, so let me start. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think so. Hopefully, people find it useful. I I hope people just realize, you know, the one thing if people take away from any conversations like this is like men and women are not in competition. Get this out of your head. Unless we start working together again, as we or whatever stage we're used to nothing good will come out of it right okay yeah. we have readjusted our values now of what women can do cannot do what men can do cannot do and like you know what men should be more aware of emotions whatever the hell whatever the fuck that has gone on right the the main core of the problem still remains that we have we are interdependent on each other we cannot be like you know we cannot be individual sexes we cannot just live on venus and mars and think there's going to be a good society we have to come to earth there's a reason we come, live on earth like yeah. you know even in that mythology right so yeah uh, hopefully people see that point of view i think so it was a your comment section is going to be on fire mate yeah i'm just going to mute that <laughs> no i don't think you should let it happen cuz i'd be yeah. really interested no, like, to see I'm what people think i'm going to mute that think. for myself let it oh, happen yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'd be interested to see what people think, though, because I think people yeah. want to have an honest discussion, whether whether they agree or not. Yeah, I think so. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. And see you next time.